you're listening to Lighting Up Real Estate with your host, Kendall Lockett. If you're planning to purchase your first property or first home in 2021, you are going to need credit as a part of your financial power. Credit allows you to use other people's money instead of your own. In episode three of Lighting Up Real Estate, CEO of HTP Enterprises Financial, Nicholas Antoine, shared his credit secrets. Now let his company help you build wealth with credit. HTP Enterprises Financial is the company that will improve your scores by erasing negative items, bankruptcies, delinquencies, and more. I'm a personal client of HTP Enterprises Financial and have referred my clients and friends to this company. You get results. So I partnered with HTP Enterprises Financial to offer my listeners $100 off any plan you choose. Just go to the link in the show notes using promo code LIGHTINGUPREALESTATE. Make 2021 the year you use credit as buying power. Episode 28. Today, we're shining a light on home inspections. As always, the goal of this show is to shine a light on people, strategies, systems, and ideas to grow your investing business. This episode is a part of the Home Ownership Series for first-time home buyers who want to also become real estate investors. Anytime you're buying real estate and you want to know the physical condition of a property, you want a home inspection. So Marlon Page is here. He is the owner of Home Inspection Pros and has been in the industry for over 20 years. He's going to school us on the purpose of home inspections, whether we're buying our first home, our first investment property, or even listing a property. Marlon is here to drop knowledge. This industry is also in high demand, so he also tells you the steps to becoming a home inspector as well. Let's get started. Marlon, welcome to Lighting Up Real Estate. Candle, it's a delight to be here with you. It, it really is. Oh, it's an honor to have you because I consider you like the uh, the overall authority over home inspections because your passion about home inspecting is like something just so surreal. Like when I say, do I show that much passion, Candle? You do. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Awesome. Yes. You do. Yes. Yes. So I definitely had to have you come on. You've worked with my clients before, and every time they have an experience, because it is an experience with you, they're like, Candle, oh my God, Marla was so good. So it's like, okay, let's get that experience onto the podcast this morning. So sure, sure, sure. We're, well, again, we're delighted to be here and and uh, thrilled to have been able to work work with you and your clients for many years now. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so out we're, we're talking to the listeners now about why it's important to get home inspections. Well, that's that's a very good question, and um, oftentimes um, folks just don't know the process. Uh, mm-hmm. Here of late, we've worked with quite a few first-time home buyers and even some folks that have actually, it's been some time since they actually purchased the home and they just have no idea about the overall operations of the home. And and the key point in getting a home inspector is getting someone to give you a great education about the ins and outs of the home. And that's the primary objective in the home inspector being there uh, is to give you an education of what you're investing in, uh, basically. Um, Whether you're purchasing to live in personally or or even uh, purchasing for an investment property. You just want to know and have a great education what you're getting involved with. Yeah. So let's get down to the details. I have found that many buyers, especially first time buyers, they're buying on a budget. 
So, of course, they want to cut corners because they know they have to pay for the appraisal. They have to pay for their closing costs. And they want to say, oh, well, do I really need a home inspection? And something, even if I'm doing new construction, they don't need it. I'm like, no, you need an appraisal. I mean, not an appraisal. Oh, my gosh, an inspection, especially for new construction more than anything than an existing property sometimes I've seen. So, So why is it important that we get this? And this is like where the money should be spent. Absolutely. This is, in my opinion, um, one of the top two things that you need to be spending your money on, because let's face it, the entire process uh, of you purchasing the home is for that property. So what that means is, is when you are going to put your money into something, you want to definitely make sure that it is a a good item that you're putting the money in, no matter whether it's a home or anything else. Um, You don't want to end up with, and this is a, a, a statement that's been going around our industry for quite so you don't want to end up with a lemon yeah, uh, and end up uh, trying to save a few dollars, 25, 50 or a hundred dollars on the front end from going, getting the least expensive home inspector uh, to, to end up uh, having that person who's pr- maybe not as professional as they should be mm-hmm. actually missing out on thousands and thousands of uh, dollars worth of challenges that you're going to probably have, uh, within the first 12 months and living in the home. Um, uh, so it's, it's important that just get that great education about the property. That's why it's important to have a home inspector. Right. So let's, let's go from the beginning. So if someone is like a first time buyer that's listening, mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. the difference between the appraiser and the home inspector? Well, that's a very good question as well. Um, and, and, and just kind of cut straight through it. The appraisal, uh, is actually, uh, the overall value of the home, uh, is what the appraiser is going to be looking for, for you. Um, and, and they're basically going to check the square footage of the home, uh, as, as well as the appraisers within the last 10 years have been requested to do some things that kind of cross over into the home inspections. Like they have to still take a look and make sure that the home has a hot water tank in it uh, and, and make sure things are operating, make sure, you know, basic um, needs for for a, a family or a household should be there, like uh, the appliances, uh, mm-hmm. for example, oven, refrigerator. So those type of things that the appraiser are going to do. Uh, now, the home inspector, on the other hand, is, is primarily there to give you Uh, an education, and I stress that, an education of the overall operations of everything within that home. Uh, They're going to give you an idea as to uh, maybe the life expectancy that you can can expect out of a heating and air conditioning unit, not to go into too much detail. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the home inspector is there to give you operational information about the home. They're not there to tell you, hey, this is a great deal. Uh, Because oftentimes we have clients that will ask us, well, Marlon, I'm buying this house for $250,000. Is, is that a great buy? And, and oftentimes we have to just tell them, well, well, we're not here to actually give you an estimation of the value of the home. We're, we're here to tell you that it's a valuable investment for you and that you, that you are going to have everything operational when you move in. Okay. Okay. So how do we choose a home inspector? Well, that's a very good question, Candle. And um, be, because I've been doing this for, for over 20 years now and, and, um, have actually done done a number of things within the industry. Of actually, uh, there's a professional organization called American Society of Home Inspectors, uh, better known as ASHI. I've actually served as the president uh, mm-hmm. of that association, and because I served as the president, my my information has been online, and I've actually received uh, phone calls from folks that 
had challenges with home inspectors. And that's a nice way of saying that they had some some bad experience with right. the home inspectors. Uh, but in my opinion, the best way to actually uh, select a home inspector is, for one, communicating with professionals like you, Candle, someone who's been in the industry, someone who's uh, got colleagues that you can call on and have a pool of folks to actually choose from. So I think one of the best ways is, is to actually listen to Candle, folks, when she tells you she's got <laughs> something for you, listen to her. Um, but, but the best way is actually to, there are various associations for home inspectors. Uh, one in particular is called, Amer again, American Society of Home Inspectors. They actually have a website and, and their website is ashy.com. And I think it's ashy.org as well. And that's A-S-H-I.com. And there they have a list of uh, inspectors and show the inspector's level of experience, what they can inspect, what they don't inspect. Um, and that's a site that you can go to. Uh, and I wouldn't necessarily say that doing a Google search is, is the best way, but that is one way of doing it. Um, and, and, and part of the reason why I say that's one way is because here of late, uh, we found that the, uh, I, I'm not old, but I'm not that young, but we're finding that the younger generation are, are really dependent a lot on the internet. Yeah. And, and even if you do an internet search, uh, you still want to look into the background of of the uh, the company that you select and and take a look at uh, their that that company's the number of of reviews that they have. Um, I'm I'm pleased to say that we as a as a company have I don't know maybe five to seven hundred uh, five star reviews. So you want to find a company that's got more reviews. Um, that's if you choose that route. Uh, but but in my opinion, the best way is to actually have a professional like Candle. Um, to, to actually recommend someone to you uh, because they've been in the industry, they're an authority in the industry as well. Okay, so let's get into detail. We're under contract, or now let's not even say we're under contract. Let's say we're even a real estate investor, yes. or uh, we've inherited a property and we need to get this home inspected. Sure. What do we experience with you or a home inspector? Yeah, at, uh, from the investment side, I'm not a good person to ask that candle, but I am, if that okay. makes sense. Um, in that I, I myself purchased my, my first uh, investment property um, back in 1994. Wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I had actually just uh, ended my uh, pro professional uh, basketball career, uh, European basketball career, and I uh, decided I had some money, so I decided I'm going to get into something. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, real estate was just that thing. So I, I have to say that truthfully, I was fortunate because I did have a realtor. Uh, the same thing I'm advising is the thing that I've gone through. I had a realtor to advise me to use a particular person who, who was um, an inspector. And this guy was totally knowledgeable. And, and the great thing about investing, especially if you're first time or you're a new investor, Mm -hmm. Some of the best way that you can find out about your product, and that is houses, if you're a real estate investor, is to actually communicate with a really good home inspector that can give you an education about your product and kind of walk you through, you know, some of the main things that you should be looking for as an investor about the home to find out if if it is, in fact, a good investment. Uh, for example, if you if you're looking at a property that has some foundational issues and uh, it ended up the foundation costs about $25,000 or so to uh, get repaired. Well, guess what? That profit that you probably thought you had from your numbers, 
that you just kind of pull out of the sky because you didn't really know what to look for. Mm -hmm. uh, that profit is going to be totally thrown off just by expenses that you had no idea of. So I definitely say, especially newer, newer investors. And sometimes they try to shy away from and try to save every dollar. That's that's the key thing. They try to save right. every dollar. Uh, but but you, you got to understand by getting a, a home inspector who, who's going to charge, you know, and we typically I'll go ahead and put this out here. We're not the cheapest company, but uh, we feel like we give the, the most value um, in, in that we give such great information about the home. Um, and, 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 you know, again, the investor is is, is going to be really thrilled at the fact and getting a good home inspection done. So you can you get more knowledge. You'll be able to walk into a property and say, hey, look, this needs to be done. That needs to be done because Marlon told me so. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. So how do you determine the price? Like how much you're going to charge? Is it based upon the square footage? Is it based upon the, the quality or the condition of the house? A uh, very good question, uh, Candle. Uh, as it relates to the uh, amount that is charged for the home, we, we typically look for a number of things. Uh, and, and some of those things are, or it will give us an idea of how much time we're anticipating it would take for us to perform the inspection. Uh, that, that's the key thing is the time. Mm -hmm. um, a prime example, and, and I must share this, I can't go into too much detail because we keep clients that we work with private, but uh, I, I recently performed an inspection for um, a gentleman that was one of the uh, 15 players on the Lakers team that just won the uh, NBA championship. And I, I um, and, and this player actually uh, purchased a home that was uh, a little bit over 16,000 square feet, if you can imagine that. Right. Um, so that took a lot of time uh, to go room to room by room. And we're as a company, we check everything. We open and close every window, open and close every door, check all the outlets, take off the electrical panels. And this particular one had multiple, multiple electrical panels and what have you. So we typically base it up on the square footage. Uh, additionally, we, we kind of look at the age of the property because typically if a property is older and it hasn't been updated, that means that we're going to have to document a lot of up-to-date safety items that we know that you need to have done to the home. Um, so so it's, it's, again, based upon square footage, uh, the age of the home, where it's located. We as a company, we're a multiple inspector firm. Uh, so we pretty much go throughout North Georgia. We've gone as far north as Blue Ridge, uh, which is almost in Tennessee, and as far south, believe it or not, as Statesboro. Mm -hmm. uh, inspections from a client, but we're based out of here, out of Metro Atlanta. So we uh, actually make that choice also the the pricing based upon uh, the the location um, as well. So again, square footage, age of the home, uh, location. And we also will, will, from time to time, want to know how many bedrooms, how many baths, uh, because the way that our uh, computer generated report is created, um, it, it's designed to document each individual room in the property. Um, so, so we found that to really help clients um, and, and understanding where, if we find the issues, where those issues are located, as opposed to just jumping it all into one, uh, one sentence uh, about everything in the house. So. I know that was a long answer, so I apologize, but I just definitely want to make sure we, we give folks an idea of, of how we come up with the pricing. Right. OK, so what exactly does an inspector do and what do you not do? Great question, Kendall. Um, oftentimes we have to educate clients about this during the inspection. They'll mm -hmm. ask us to do things that we, we have to politely and professionally say, well, you know, well, that's a very good question. But we that's just not something that we focus on. 
primarily what the home inspector does is they're, they are actually there to educate you about fire, health, and safety concerns with the home. Again, I'll repeat that. The home inspector should be there to primarily educate the client in reference to that property in, in, in relative to the fire, health, and safety concerns in the home. And um, also, too, that home inspector should be there to give you a, a very, very detailed and informative education of everything that you should know about that home. And, and those things consist of, uh, and you'll be surprised at how many people in America don't know what I'm about to reference. And, and it includes you know, your knowing important things such as where your main water shutoff valve is. So if you have a leak in your home, you need to know where to go to actually shut the water off. And you'd be surprised that I'm going to say how many millions of folks live in homes here in the United States and have no idea where their main water shutoff valve is. So the home inspector should educate you on, on all of the main shutoffs. That is the water, the gas, electric and what have you. You should know those things about your property. And, and we found too that there are a lot of professional home inspection companies. I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm marketing what we do, but I'm finding out there are a lot of professional home inspection companies uh, that will educate you on those things. And that's what they should be doing. I mean, they should educate you on even basic things that things that you should be taking care of like every 60 days or 90 days, depending upon the quality of it. And that is your filters in your furnaces. Right. If you're going to change them yourself, I mean, the home inspector should educate you on very, very simple things like that. But but again, they, they primarily should be educating you upon how things operate in your home. Um, and, and let me let me and I, I'm not sure if this is a question that, that might be coming up, Candle. So I don't want to get it too far ahead. But let me tell you the the home inspector is there to educate you about the home. So with that being stated, a 10 year inspection. Folks, you want to be present for your inspection. Also, you want to be engaged in your inspection. That is, I know it's hard for us to put down these devices that we use on a daily basis throughout the day. Put your phone away. I only use your phone if you want to take a picture to remind yourself of where something is in the home uh, or what have you. But it's always better for you to be engaged. Now, if you're dealing with the home inspector, that does not want you to speak to them, does not want to say anything to you during the inspection. I'm not sure if you really picked a good guy. It might be someone that can really actually perform an inspection, but if that person can't communicate with you and educate you on things during the process and not tell you to go sit in the corner, because there are unfortunately some home inspectors like to tell the clients, go sit in the corner and I'll come and get you when I'm finished. That's not, a, in my opinion, a professional home inspection. Right. Uh, the home inspector should want you to engage and it should be a home inspector very much like myself who um, it, it really enjoys sharing information uh, about homes. And, and also, too, uh, and this might not be directly related to the question, um, Kendall, but you want to make sure that you, you're working with the home inspector that continually educates himself about homes because homes are always changing. Um, when I say the homes are not changing, but the standards for homes are always changing. Um, the safety items for homes are always changing. Like one thing that really changed here recently, not to get into too much detail, is there are millions, I'm going to say millions of homes here in the United States and uh, hundreds of thousands probably in Metro Atlanta 
that don't have the correct safety railings mm-hmm. on stairs right now because the standards were changed where you need to have what's called a grab rail on your steps. And guess what? Most homes that were built more than uh, more than five years ago are not going to have those grab railings. So with that being stated, gosh, the home inspector should be educating you um, uh, about these, uh, about those different, different items. Yeah, that's a great, great response. Okay. So let's say we're under contract. Yes. And of course you have some realtors that say, okay, we got to get the inspection to address any concerns that we may see that we want the seller to repair or replace. Correct. So in an inspection, how do we know what should be addressed and what should not be addressed? Well, that's a very good question, Candle. Um, like I say, if it's anything that fall underneath those three words that I just used, mm-hmm. if it's a fire concern, fire, health, health. or safety okay. concern, okay. you definitely want to try to address that. Um, and and also too, you know, some things that might not fall underneath exactly underneath those three um, that you definitely want to make sure you check on mm-hmm. is the systems operating in the home. Uh, you might have something operating, but it's at, on its last leg. I mean, it's it's pretty much is on its last leg and it might be functional and it might work, but it's on its last leg. So the, the home inspector definitely should be able to educate you uh, based on their knowledge and, and knowing about the various systems in the home. Um, they, they, they should be able to educate you on, on what, what uh, you should be addressing uh, and, and what we like to do too is still highlight with the client again. That's you got to engage with your home inspector. If you're dealing with one that doesn't engage, you're just not going to get the education that not. you. Need. So, um, it, it typically the home inspector would tell you, "Hey, this is this is definitely a concern uh, that you want to get addressed. Um, wh- whether it be um, a hot water tank that doesn't have the exhaust vent, or the the." Um, the the exhaust connected properly, uh, and wh- whether it's um, gosh, a furnace that's that's uh, 25 years old and uh, still working, but you know that it can go like the following day. And and oftentimes, home inspectors, as, as professional home inspectors, we have to let clients know that it's functional right now, but it can go at any moment. And oftentimes, too, we have to educate clients that uh, when we're performing the inspection, we're performing the inspection based upon how things operate at the time in which we're performing the inspection. So guess what Ah. that means? Guess what that means? We can walk out the door and right after we walk out of the door, the air conditioning unit stops working. I'm talking about it can stop working the same day. So we have to definitely let you know that we're performing the inspection based upon how things are operating at the time in which we perform the inspection, because there are certain items in a home that will operate sporadically. Yeah. Um, And it just, you know, there's just no rhyme and reason, but it just operates sporadically. But now there are certain things that when they don't operate, they just don't operate. Like if you have a hot water tank and it's an electric hot water tank, Mm-hmm. And uh, you have what's called an element, which is inside that tank that warms the water up. With the element is burned out, guess what? You're just not going to get cold or hot water. It's just not going to happen. So certain things, you know, we know just just instinctively, it's just not going to work or it's not going to work. So again, the home inspector is performing the inspection based upon how things are in the property at that point in time in which they perform the inspection. Yeah, I remember 
that was a story of, I had a, a listing in Fairburn, Georgia, and we were going to close really like, like that Friday, literally on the Wednesday before closing, I get a report because the house was vacant. My clients had moved to Vegas. Sure, sure. The furnace had caught on fire Ooh. and it went out. Thank God. It somehow, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. was gone and it didn't do any like major, um, it didn't do any major damage. It was just the furnace was sure. out and it had some little burn damage around um, some of the wall. But the buyer was trying to go after the uh, the inspector. And I'm so glad you said at the time, because sure. the inspector was like, no, we didn't see anything at the time of our inspection. There was nothing wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and and you'd be surprised, of course, you know, I'm, I'm sharing this because of experience, uh, Candle. Mm-hmm. Um, sometime we'll, from time to time, we've gotten that phone call and, and we had to explain to folks, unfortunately, that you know, when we performed the inspection, these are all the items that we we took a look at and um, that we educate you on. You Because I've actually had clients that I had to say, do you recall when we were standing in this area and I stopped what I was doing to explain to you this is gonna, what will happen if this does not happen? Uh, prime example, and I think I, I'm really big on having examples. Um, I had a young couple that we did an inspection for and the gas authority probably about eight years ago now actually changed the standard by which what is known as a sediment trap or a drip leg uh, i don't want to get too technical um on on the hot water tanks and the furnaces and the sediment trap drip legs are designed to actually catch if any moisture or debris get into the gas line it's supposed to actually catch that before it goes in but if you have it designed in a certain configuration uh, candle, mm-hmm. it's not going to catch it. It's going to actually, the, 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 the geniuses that came up with the idea, they were genius. But they didn't realize that in the configuration that, and I, I mean this, there are hundreds of thousands of homes that are designed with the incorrect configuration. So I slowed this couple down and not only stopped during the inspection, I actually literally walked them out to the hot water tank. Mm-hmm. And say so you see this configuration here. If you if the gas gets turned off and the gas company comes back out to turn your gas on, they will not turn it on. They're going to put what's called a red tag on it, and they're going to say we're not going to turn it on because it's an improper installation of the sediment trap. And I literally stopped it. Well, unfortunately, Candle, after they closed, I did get the phone call, and the phone call was Marlon, you missed this. The, they would not turn our gas on. And then I had to remind them, do you recall when we were at the one of the report and I walked you, I stopped the inspection and took you out to show you, to tell you. Now, the great thing about this candle is it's an inexpensive fix. Mm-hmm. And typically sometimes uh, the uh, plumber or um, the uh, HVAC guy can actually use the piping that's there and just reconfigure it right. and, it's, and uh, set it up properly. Um, but, but again, th- these are the type of things that you want to make sure that your home inspector is able to, to educate you on. And again, the home inspector, um, is performing that inspection based upon how things are at the time in which you, which you perform an inspection. Okay. So like looking at this now is, was it, a what was the best solution? Should they have asked for home warranty to protect them from that, that situation? Or should they have asked for the realtor to replace that? unit well not necessarily replace the unit candle that's a very good question by the way um the best way to handle it 
is if they were engaged, and I'm gonna go back to that. Yeah. If they were engaged with me when I was telling them or educating them about the property and not being so distracted, they would have said, hey, Marlon said that this needs to be something that needs to be addressed like immediately and that the mm-hmm. gas company is not gonna turn our gas on. So guess what? This is priority. So in essence, that, that client should have been going back to their realtor uh, and stating to the realtor, look, this is something we want to ask the seller to do or depending upon what type of contract, if it's an as-is contract, sometimes you can't ask for anything. But you can walk away yeah. and get your earnest money back. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You can say, hey, look, if they don't want to work with me on it, I'll just go to the next one. Uh, and thanks, thanks to the home inspector for giving me an education on what I'm walking away from. Um, yeah. And truthfully, the home inspector definitely should be giving you enough information that you should be able to decide if that home is the home that you want to pursue or not, based upon the issues. Um, and, That's and, big. Yeah. That is big. Yeah. Yeah. You should be able to understand that a home well enough where you don't have to guess on it. it it's mm-hmm. a simple decision. Uh, whether the tough part of the decision would be is if you want to deal with it or not, not if it's worth it or not, but the tough part or tough decision would be, uh, do I really want to uh, purchase the home that's 19 years old and the roof is going to only add, last an additional year because it's a 20 year three tap shingle. Um, so you, you want to be in a position and something else too, that we do as a company and, and Candle, you know, this firsthand, cause we've had a number of conversations. We try to actually educate our, our uh, realtors that we work with. And I, I'm pleased to say that we've, work with uh, over the years, probably, oh my goodness, over right at 2000 realtors just here in the Metro Atlanta area that have actually referred clients to us. And Candle, thank you very much. You're you're a superstar to us. And I have to say thank you very much for for allowing us to be a part of your team. Uh, You do a phenomenal job and have awesome clients. So my, my point is, is we try to actually educate our realtors on just simple things that they should know themselves prior to even you know, sending a client to a property or meeting a client at a property. Like, for example, if you know that um, the home was uh, built, say, in, in 2000 and 2001 and it's two, uh, uh, and, and, you know, it's uh, probably about 10 years old. Well, one of the first things you want to think about in that 10 year old home is, hey, has the hot water tank been change that because hot water tanks are designed to last anywhere from 10 to 12 years. That's what plumbers will tell you. Right. So you should be asking that question. Or if the home is say 17, 18 years old and you know that the entire neighborhood has uh, homes that the shingles are a three tap shingle. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? The roofs are designed to last like 20 years. So guess what? You got you want to find out if that roof has got any issues to it because it is at the end of the life on it. And the same thing with, with the furnace and the AC units. If, if that home is, you know, 12, 14 years old, you know, without a shadow of a doubt that the furnaces and the AC units are at the end of their life expectancy. So what we do as, as a company is we also not only try to educate clients, but we try to educate everybody in our sphere, which includes the, the realtors and educating them on how to be more effective for their clients as well. So um, so that's one of the things that we try to do as a company. And, and, and you want to have a home inspector that's going to be able to educate you on those uh, things that you should know uh, about the home really before you even show up to it. Right. right. Okay. So 
don't get attached to the house until after the home inspection. Please. <laughs> Please. Please. Um, it, it's okay. You have to have a certain amount of, and let's, let's face it, you have to have a certain amount of motion for the home because you, you, you're pursuing the contract. Right. Um, but my advice would be not, not to get so tied into it that you, you can't walk away. I, I hate to present it that way, but you, you really do need to you know, make, make sure that it's not something that you totally fall in love with. Um, because it could be some underlying issues that are going to break your heart about it. Uh, and, and that you might find some some concerns in it um, that that just really or or um, could be too big of an expense that maybe the seller can't afford to repair it, and then you don't want to put the money into it yourself. Uh, they can't afford to go down lower in the pricing because they've got you know uh, a mortgage on it that they have to pay off in order to even sell it. So it's just so many mm. problems that can happen, right? that you, that you yeah. just do not want to fall too in love with that property prior to. And as an investor, I have to say that as an investor, you really want to not fall in love with anything because you make some poor decisions based upon your feelings. So you just yeah. need to definitely make sure it's business, make sure the numbers are good. Like I said, I, I purchased my first property in 94 and mm -hmm. have uh, purchased and, and, and um, rehab properties all over Metro Atlanta. And I have to tell you, I didn't fall in love with them. I I, fall, I fell in love with the, the idea of redoing them um, and recreating them and taking out walls and, you know, um, reconfiguring them and all. I fell in love with that. But that stayed with me no matter which house I looked at. Yeah. So, um, so, so yeah, you want to definitely make sure that you're not falling in love. That's great. That's a great uh, point there, Kendall. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's stay with the real estate investing. So I've seen it myself. I've been in a situation because I flip properties and I've seen my clients get caught in this situation mm -hmm. to where we believe our contractors, when we mm -hmm. have them go and do the scope of work and it's like, oh, I could do the inspection too. And mm -hmm. what we find is that these contractors are not doing a full thorough inspection of these properties or they're saying they're fluffing up certain things to say, oh, this needs to be done when it doesn't. Of course, mm. to make more money or it's something that they don't know what to do or how to do it. So they will ignore it and not even mention it. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate, Candle. Um, whom, whomever is listening to this podcast, if you are an investor, do not allow a contractor to go in and tell you what the challenge is with the home. Please spend the money to get a professional home inspector. And this is the reason why. If you get a professional home inspector, they're going to actually create they're not going to just walk through the house and point out things to you. They're going to actually create a report. And in our case, we create a computer generated report with digital pictures so that you can actually take that report later on and go back and look at it. And then you can take a contractor out after that and, and ask the contractor, well, Hey, what would you run me to actually take care of this item or that item? And not only that, you, you yourself will be able to sound more educated and communicating with contractors yeah. because you have information on, uh, you have information about that home. Right. Um, now, and I have to admit, you know, once a, once an investor become a seasoned investor mm -hmm. and they have had that home inspector to come through and educate them on what to look for, how to look for it. Um, and that's the advantage of having one. Uh, I could see you possibly going into some investment and not getting an inspection, but the, Man, if you're new at it, you definitely, definitely want to get an inspection. And even if you are seasoned at it, you still want to have someone evaluate it for you. We, we've been really blessed as a company. 
Candle and have worked with uh, investors from all over the world. And I mean that literally mm-hmm. all over the world. We work with investors from France, the UK, Australia, Dubai, uh, even from from Canada, even from the uh, country of California. We work with investors. California is kind of like a place all of its own. Is the reason why I say that. Uh, <laughs> California. Uh, but but I actually even had one investor from Israel, never met the guy in my life. And and I've been working with him for probably eight to 10 years and have probably done well, well over 100 inspections for this guy from single family homes to uh, we recently did one in, in Athens where we uh, inspected 25 duplexes uh, for for the guy. Um, so. We work with investors from all over and most of these investors buy or don't buy the property based upon the information that we create. And it makes it easier for them because they have that computer generated report with digital pictures explaining what the challenges are from the foundation up. Uh, I mean, they, they even know if, if, if there's a, a doorstop missing to keep from knocking holes in the walls with the doors, doorknobs. Right, it's right. just that detail. So if you are a, a new investor, definitely, definitely, definitely get an inspection done. But even if you're a seasoned investor, it's best for you to have that documentation to go along with that property. And even in the long run, it's going to actually potentially help you to actually market or sell that product, uh, the property rather, because you have documentation on these are the things that we've done to make sure that this is a good investment. Does that make sense? Yes. And even for home sellers, I encourage them when they're getting ready to list their property for sale, let's go Mm -hmm. ahead and get the home inspection. Let's get ahead of the game. So when the buyers come in, it's like, oh, we're aware of that. It's been replaced. Here's the receipts. We've already got Mm -hmm. it done. And we get it on, get it off the market much quicker. No question. No question. And and that actually is something, Candle, that we've we've actually recently seen a spike in. Mm -hmm. Uh, A spike in um, and folks want to be more knowledgeable about their own personal homes. Uh, and we're even finding that there are folks that don't plan on selling their homes that just want to have it inspected because they want to make sure that they keep things up to date and operationally uh, sound in their in their homes. Uh, we as a company actually set up a, a choice where a client can actually have us to do a consultation for them. <clears throat> and that consultation consists of us not creating a report, mm-hmm. but we can actually just walk through the property with the home and tell them, look, this is what the home inspector is going to see here. Um, you might want to move all those paint cans, which are very close to that flammable uh, hot water tank that's uh, pushing out some flames from time to time. You don't want to have uh, the, the gas for your lawnmower sitting next to that uh, hot water tank, which is 20 years old. And it's, it's an open cavity uh, hot water tank in which flames come can come out of it, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we just give them a walk. We just walk through and actually educate them on things. So you want to have these items moved out in front of the electrical panel so the home inspector can have access to it. Uh, clean your gutters. I mean, just simple things that, you know, a lot of folks just don't know about. And, they don't know. And, that, and that's one reason, too, why I must let you know, Candle, we've had a spike in the number of folks that are interested in getting into the home inspection business because they see that it's it's. Uh, a business is good to be in, but but unfortunately, there it just doesn't fit everyone because they just don't have that detail eye. Mm-hmm. Um, like me, for example, I uh, candle. I'm gonna make it personal. I have to turn it down when I come home. Um, <laughs> when I say turn it down, it's like I see everything, right? Right. Uh, because right. I've been doing this for so long and 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 have a, been blessed, you know, with the gift of just being observative. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to tone it down. So if I see, you know, something on the floor or I see something where it shouldn't be on the counter, I have to tone it down and not say anything. Marlon, don't say anything. You're not inspecting. You're at home right now. So um, but but that's something you want to do is find a home inspector that is detailed, thorough um, and, and has the ability to, to evaluate things. OK, so if one does want to become a home inspector, what type of training or certification do you need to get? Well, that's a very good question, Candle. And, and I, again, I feel that question quite a bit, too, because, um, again, I've been active in the industry. Um, the, the professional organization, uh, American Society of Home Inspectors, actually has chapters throughout the United States. And um, I actually served uh, back in 20, uh, 2015, actually served as the president of the association for the state of Georgia, um, the first and only minority to actually serve in that capacity in the uh 35 year existence of the association here in Georgia. Um, I'm, I'm the only one that's a, a minority as ever served as president. And uh, being a part of that, um, I get filled with that question frequently. Mm-hmm. And and folks just interested in what it, what does it take? Well, I, I think the first thing that, that you should do is do a little bit of research and find out what is all involved with becoming a home inspector. Uh, and one call that I recently received, uh, gosh, must have been uh, maybe a few weeks back. And there was a young lady that was interested in becoming a home inspector. She had read something. She said, I'm, I'm excited about this. I really want to become a home inspector. So and not because she was a female, but I just knew I had to mention these couple of things to her because it's going to make a break. And and so I asked her, you know, well, what do you have any experience with work on home? She's like, well, I got a little bit of experience working with home. And then I, I start proceeded to ask, well, have you ever gone into a crawl space before? And, and have you ever gone into a crawl space that's, you know, about, you know, 24 inches tall uh, in, in a property that was built in like 1949, uh, which uh, could have some anything up in there? Uh, or have, uh, how, how are you at... Um, going into attics uh, and, and looking around in attics, because those are key things that you have yeah. to look at. And, and so just ask yourself, and I typically you know, ask those questions to get the person knowledgeable, not to scare them away from the business, mm-hmm. because it's a phenomenal business to be in. I've been doing it for 20 plus years now and not going anywhere. I love it. And, but, but, you, but you want to definitely potentially look into, uh, first off, what's required to be a home inspector and what they do. And then from there, you want to if you decide it's something you want to do, you you want to pursue actually getting certification through a nationally accredited school. Uh, unfortunately, Georgia is an unlicensed, unregulated state. That means there's no governing body or anything for home inspectors here in Georgia, which is dangerous. So that means you have some anybody that can actually become a home inspector. I do want to make you aware that all of the surrounding states, Alabama, Tennessee, both the Carolinas, Florida, and this is not to slight Mississippi because I lived there for some years myself, but even Mississippi has licensing requirements for home inspectors. Georgia does not. So what that means is you, you it's best, again, to find a professional like Candle to actually refer someone to you, not someone that has a pretty, pretty sign on the side of their vehicle. Um, speaking of that, we don't have any signs on any of our vehicles that we use as a company, but you, you want to go to, if, if you, you find that you do want to, if you're not afraid of crawl spaces in the attics, you want to get, uh, uh, connected with a certified home inspect, uh, inspection, uh, training company. And there are some really phenomenal ones, 
Um, the, the, the association I'm affiliated with, ASHI, they actually have a school. It's called the ASHI School. Uh, there's also um, other um, organizations like the um, uh, American Home Inspectors Training is one. Uh, it's called AHIT. And, and actually, that's the one that I went to many years ago when I decided to start taking the business serious. Uh, as well as there's a, um, a newer school, but not new. It's called uh, in, in Inspection Go. Um, and and there, there again, there are some others that you can select from. And I just say yeah. do a search on that and you, you get more information about it. Wow. So, Marlon, if we want to work with you, ask questions, uh, work for you, <laughs> how do we get in touch with you? Well, that's, uh, I'm glad you asked that because we, we do know, have a need for, for good quality folks. Like I say, we've been at it for a lot of years and have actually grown our base. And uh, so we have a need of good quality folks. So the best way, uh, well, one, one way you can reach us is, is just by uh, checking us out online, uh, thehomeinspectionpros.com. Uh, that's T-H-E-H-O-M-E at inspectionpros.com. Or you could just... Uh, pick up the phone. I'm, I'm one of those type of person. I just like still communicating via phone. Uh, 404-454-7651. Again, that number 404-454-7651 uh, is our contact information. And we, we do have Facebook. I really don't advertise Facebook a whole lot and, and Instagram. I just really don't. We have it because you have to have it to be a serious business person. But uh, those are the ways I much rather could communicate with you. Okay. And we'll have all your information on the website as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Kendall, you're awesome. Thank you. You are awesome-er. <laughs> ah, that is so funny. That is so funny. Yeah. Thank you for being a light. And uh, we appreciate all the knowledge that you shared with us today. Uh, absolutely. I'm available. Uh, phone me at any time. Uh, and again, Kendall, awesome, awesome, awesome job that you're doing here. And it's been a delight working with you all these years. Uh, likewise. Likewise. If you want to learn more about Marlon Page and Home Inspection Pros, just go to lightingupprealestate.com. If you like this conversation, subscribe, leave a review, and share. That's all for now. Stay safe, stay sane, and stay lit.